So we're supposed to be shocked that Vince Russo's criticism of wrestling is that there wasn't a swerve, bro. I'm definitely not shocked. That's pretty much like, that's like me saying like, hey, I had a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a good one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess uh, he was like, oh yeah, if if Becky had screwed Seth Rollins, he would have been off to the races, bro. And then she responded with, I did. I did. I did. We screwed I did. Life. And then we listened to your tour. <laughs> we had your tour and then I had bangers and mash. I'm a, I'm a leprechaun women's champion. We screwed to your tour. Yeah. Oh, we screwed. <laughs> you screw. Screw tool. <laughs> that might be a name. Yeah. Uh, so that was a good, a good intro, I guess. Yeah. We don't really do intros, though. This is the Bad no. Ready Fun Podcast. Yeah. Brought to you by Mattel. <laughs> Might Bra- not be true. <laughs> Brought to you by Bandai. Oh, yeah. I got a new Bandai uh, yesterday. Ooh. I got King Caesar. Is that the one you got on the prime premium day? No, I got uh, Gigan, Rodan, and Mothra coming, though. Sick. Yeah. So I had, I had to make room, so I moved uh, my... Uh, Jack's King Ghidorah to my one terabyte hard drive. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, it's a mascot. Well, he just, he doesn't fit in with, he's too big and awkward for the rest, you know. Just like me. <laughs> yeah, but you don't sit on a shelf to try and bring me pleasure from looking at, you know. Well, we all know that last part's true. Oh, you know, you're you're a fine looking gentleman. I'm, I'm fucking just saying, hot. I'm just saying I don't display you on a shelf. I'm a fine piece of ace. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? I mean, because it's not true. That's why not. So we had a fun show at the uh, Shaskeen. Yeah. I had a couple Steve Weisers. We're gonna go. We're gonna go. Let's go into the weekend. Yeah, I, I had a few Steve Weisers at the event, and uh, when the guys from Chain to the Dead kept on saying the uh, Denzel line, I that was Rocco. I I may or may not have popped. You certainly popped. <laughs> but I, 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 I was uh, kind of... Yeah, you of, weren't driving. I was not driving. I was driving, so I had to have considerably less Steve Weisers than you. Yeah. I made up for it the next day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's go on the weekend with the show. The show on Thursday was great. All the shows were great, really. But I'm, I was not pleasantly surprised. Maybe not surprised. I'm just glad everything went well. Yeah, sure. There's a uh, the, the turnout was really good. The turnout was really good. Uh, it shows kind of all over the place. I was, the, it was a little nervous, like because I mean, has KES ever done like an actual metal show like that before? Uh, no. So yeah, I mean, there's. I'm glad that went well. Yeah, people I mean, seem to, to pop for me. Yeah, nice. it, was, it was nice that we could probably do that again, which would be fun. Okay. Like that, that's and. Uh, the band from out of out of state playing on a Thursday in New Hampshire always just, just feels dicey. Yeah, but it was it went well. I like the event or, or the the venue, I should say. Yeah, I was smoking outside a lot. Yeah, I was smoking outside a lot too. I also decided before that I left that I was going to stop smoking cigarettes when I got back. So I haven't done that since I got back. Nice. This is a Tuesday. We didn't we usually record on a Monday, but I was a little zonked out from the uh from the weekend. Yeah, this is a Tuesday, bad dirty fun Tuesday. Yep. <laughs> Tuesday raw Tuesday. <laughs> I get what you're doing. I uh, think, was it that Thursday though? Or Thursday or, raw Thursday? Or was it Tuesday? So I actually think it was Thursday raw Thursday, but I think a Tuesday raw was when Shawn Michaels lost his smile. Yeah, because they used to go raw live one Monday and then tape the next week's on Tuesday, and then so it was like every basically two weeks they had TVs. No, they so, would. So the, their old format eight years ago was live taped. Well, they did two episodes in one night. No, well, th- so they could do that, but it was usually uh, raw one night live, and then the next night it was a taped episode of raw. They would be both in one night because that's what uh, it wasn't because. That's what um, I believe the Raw that Mick Foley won the title was uh, live Raw one on 
that Monday than the very next. It was night. different then. I'm, uh, That's what I'm saying. That was a year. That was a year later. Though. Once, once it got into um, that was a year later than he lost a smile. No way. Uh, lost a smile was February of '97, and the Raw Foley with the title was December '98. So a year and a half, two years. No, he lost a smile before that. I mean, we didn't. February '97. He lost his smile in February '97 after he, he beat Sid. And then DX was no, it's not right. Yeah, because he lost his smile. February '96, maybe. No, I mean, when did Austin? February '96 was before WrestleMania 12. Uh, when did Austin win the title? That was '98. Okay, maybe you're right. I was thinking I'm, it was I'm definitely right. Uh, February '97 because it was before WrestleMania 13, and that was when Bret Hart yelled at him for a pussy for an injury. Because he didn't have a match then. It was Sid and Undertaker, right? Uh, yeah. Well, it was because he did commentary and Bret Hart was like yelling at him. Okay. <laughs> I know my wrestlings. I know. I'm trying to. So I know that I've, I had seen uh, more than one Raw where they taped two episodes in the same night. That's very possible. But, like, the episode where. Uh, Bulldog turned on Luger? Who turned on who in the Allied Powers? I actually don't remember. I think it was Bulldog turning on Luger because he became a, a heel going up against uh, Brett for the title. And Luger was going off to uh, WCW. Lind. Yeah. I think that's how it happened. I, I That I don't remember because I think at this point I was kind of on the outs of the, the whole wrestling. That happened in Lowell at the Memorial Auditorium. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So that's where Sean lost his smile, too. It is. What do, how did we get here? Um, uh, I, I drove home in my car. That's true. That's I drove here, too. Actually, now that you say that. So um, <coughs> we're talking about the the fun weekend of... Yes, and we're recording on a different day. And yes, and that's how it got there. Yeah. So... Um, but not to get off topic, but game has watermelon uh, wraps now, so I was pumped about that. So, go you can go ahead and talk about Friday now. <laughs> game has watermelon wraps. Is that you had to take over grape, or is it not just change your pace wrap? Just a, a test in the waters type of thing. Okay. So I got one. That's good. Enjoy. Uh, on a score of one to ten. Uh. B plus. Okay. Uh, it's a Friday. Friday we did New Jersey. We did the uh, we did another show with Chain of the Dead. We did another. We did play with Triple Cripple again, which is always great. Uh, there was other bands. There was a band that played in Boston the night after. That was pretty good. And. Um, yeah, that was that was cool. Meet last, make you make a lot of uh, new friends on the road. What do you mean? Oh, I'm just asking a dumb question. I mean, I it was very few dummies. Oh, it was, was kind of just like a fake question. Just yeah, like, trying to move the move the uh, get more information out of me. Oh no, um, I was going to ask you if you had. Partaken in the X Men arcade game that I saw. Oh, we sure did. The so, um, were so you involved in that, or was it just? Uh, I got in at the end, but Tim and Greg was playing that while I was going through the store. But I got um, so we ended up going to three places when we were in New Jersey. Well, four places if you count after the venue. We went to a, uh, I think it was called Hot Grill. But they sell fried hot dogs, so really shouldn't it be hot fry. But regardless, got fried hot dogs. Uh, then we went to like a consignment store, or it was like a pop culture antique place, which obviously I went there looking for wrestling figures and video games, which I found. I got I added to every collection that I can think of there. Nice. I got a Metroid cartridge. I got a 1970s San Diego Padres baseball cap, uh, and I got a Devon Dudley um, San Francisco Toymakers ECW and a Raven uh, fucking Just Toys or Toy Biz, whichever one it was, Toy Biz. 
Which one is that? The green knee pads and the daredevil shirt. Was he like kind of like skinny? Yeah. Okay, I know. I know that figure. It's a great figure. <laughs> and also, I I got a uh, DJ Poly D bobblehead as a New Jersey su- New Jersey souvenir for Rachel. Cool. I feel like that's appropriate. And then we went to the place that had the X Men game, and I did a little more damage there than I did at the other place. I got a copy of Mutant League Hockey for twenty five dollars. Okay. That's a very good price for that. Um, for Super Nintendo. For Sega. Sega. I don't think it was on Super Nintendo. I was going to say the same thing. I was like, yeah, weren't they just on Sega? I believe so. Okay. And I have them both now. Uh, I I have them on my pie. Yeah. That didn't count. Counts for me. I I got myself a copy of uh, 7-Up Spot. Uh, Which system? Everything else is NES from here on Okay. Right. I haven't figured out how to play it. Because I think I had... Cool Spot is different. It's okay, better. Okay, I was going to say... Cool Spot's I, good. I was. I think me and my cousins had that for uh, Genesis when we were growing up. And that's just a side-scroller, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I also bought the trashy uh, WCW game. Just, uh, just because. That's the one with... Uh, Road Warriors on the front? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Super Brawl is the one with Vader on the front for Super Nintendo. So that, that's the one with it's still horizontal. It's not the it's not like almost like the Proto Fire Pro Wrestling like horizontal view. It's like still side scrolling. I don't remember. I haven't played it. I probably might. I might put it in to make sure that it works and then take it out immediately because it's terrible. I don't remember that game being that bad. It's pretty bad. I think the only Nintendo game, Nintendo wrestling game, that's worth playing. Is pro wrestling? It's a great game. Um, uh, it's a Japanese game, but it's also very good. Um, it's it's not a U.S. game. It's just Famicom. I don't remember the name of it. Um, Will you rig the name of that, and I'll buy that off the eBay. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll hit you up off. Uh, yeah, I'll have to I'll have to run it by Chikini because he knows the name of the game. he has it. It's great. Okay. It's not great. It's okay. It's fun. Okay, it's, it's a number two. Okay, fun and wrestling are. Uh, that's enough for me to spend probably the two dollars it's going to cost me to get that ship from Japan. Yeah, um, two of the figures I got for the the Gigan and the Rodan figures are from Japan, and I think they were like both like fifteen dollars, <laughs> like shipped. Yeah, I don't think I think there's a thing where they can ship it here cheap. I don't know why or how, but yeah, it just takes like two weeks. But whatever, that's fine. I forget that it's coming, then I get a nice treat. Uh, I also got Steel Cage Challenge. Yep, I have. Uh, which one do I have? That I have is the arcade. For. I have the arcade for WrestleMania Challenge. Steel Cage Challenge. Yeah, that game sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Yeah, you win the match by climbing to the top of the steel cage. Oh, you don't even have to get down. No, you just get to the top of the steel cage and then uh, you rhymes and victory. So with the WWF games after WrestleMania. I put them on. I listened to the 8-bit theme songs. Like, wow, these could have been so much better. And then I turn it off and get out. Um, yeah, WrestleMania Challenge. Um, that was one of those games where, like, the, the, the theme music was, like, in theory, like, a step up from the previous game. But it really kind of wasn't. It's terrible. Like, I like the WrestleMania original. One. I think the music on the WrestleMania original is the best part. Yeah, like in theory. Like well, I, I mean, saying, I guess also everything else about that video game sucks dick, but. Yeah, uh, I think what I was m- meaning to say was that, like, in theory, you'd think, like, a sequel game, like, they get the, they master the technology more, it would be better, but it's not. It's weird. Like, it, it's like a step back. Um, I remember the music on Genesis, Royal Rumble, being okay. I do, too. I remember used to, I used to tape that off of the TV with my talk boy. <laughs> no, those things were hilarious. This is before Full Metal, the album came out. Yeah, and you only get the theme songs on cassette tapes that you got from being in the fan club. God, I wish I still had those fucking tapes. Probably worth something now. I, mean, I like them. Yeah, sure. I want to listen to them. I remember they had the audacity to put Diesel's theme music on there. This was pre... Uh, so it was just the horn? It was just the... <laughs> 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 I 
That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, what balls they have. They had some balls. Um, what else did I get? There, I got one more thing. There. Oh, yeah, I got Baseball Simulator 1.000. I was oh, yeah, re- I know that game. Yeah, yeah. I was really hoping that it wasn't another baseball game. Like, I thought it was like an actual, like, you didn't, there was no gameplay. You simulated the baseball game. I was, for some reason, I was hoping it was going to be nerdier than it actually was. It's a fun baseball game, but. There are old, like, uh, Windows games, like, free games. Yeah. That did that that pretty good. Um, Where you're sort of like, it's like GM mode for baseball. Yes. Um, Would you ever play Stratomatic? I don't know. Board game? No. Okay, it's, that's, I was hoping for something like that, kind of, because I love Stratomatic. Cool name. Stratomatic Baseball. 20-sided die and all. <laughs> but yeah, it's still a fun game. I actually played like three innings of a game. Nice. Um, yeah. So there's a, there's a real cool video game store there. If you ever end up in uh, Clifton, New Jersey, and you just look up video game store, check it out. It's not, it's <laughs> you don't remember the, you don't want to give it too good of a plug. Why don't, like, so, Google video so, game store in Clifton. So I don't remember the name of it because I remember it not. It didn't have like a really like fun video game store name. I Wait. think it was named after a company, and then it is like, well, we like video games. Let's put them in here. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, Hawkins and Ryder went to a store. It was like a store. It was like Randy CD and Hobby or something like that. Yeah. It was very so it wasn't even cool like that or smooth like that. All right, let me. Uh, I'll Google it because even though they're not plugging on this thing, they don't deserve the plug. If we're gonna be fucking completely honest here, they don't deserve it. They didn't earn nothing. The should have never broken them into the business. My dad's real. Uh, I'm real, and uh, the pro wrestling business is real. And you should never should have been broken in. And uh, yeah, Kevin Nash, I think you're, I think you're trash. I think you're a real jerk. Digital Press is the name of the place. Digital Press. A digital press. Just a shitty name. It's it's a press, but it's more the digital side of things. It's yeah. Not a, it's not analog press. Yeah, it's like I. If you played a college, like, if, if you played a college video game, you would probably use a full court digital press. Yeah, uh, like, um, I don't know where I was going to go with that, so it's, we'll just move on. Move on. The show is good. I drank a lot of Rumpelmans. What is a Rumpelman? Rumpelman's a 100-proof uh, sh- peppermint schnapps. That is uh, a high-proof high of schnapps. Uh, yes. Uh, so we, uh, I got pretty drunk, uh, did the show. The rest of the show ha- also happened. So everyone else did the show, too. Cool. Good. Glad they all so, made it. And then uh, we went to Chain of the Dead's practice space studio thing, and it was pretty cool. There's some My Chemical Romance stuff on the wall. <laughs> I like that. Uh, we ate some pizza. Tim vomited because he's uh, he doesn't know how to not be Tim, and he was also jet-lagged from getting back from China on Wednesday night. Wow. So, like, he was in rough shape over there. I ended up staying up with Rocco until, like, 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, like, I didn't realize how little I had slept because we woke up at 10.30. And I know for a fact, in between the time of going to sleep and waking up, I had to take a shit. <laughs> so, like, I just slept for an hour, shit, then slept for another hour, and then, all right, off to Philly. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah, it was, um, it was fun, though. Uh, New Jersey was a great show. Same thing as the Thursday, really. The uh, just, all of the shows were great. Um, what did you do Friday? <laughs> oh, so I, I I worked from home. Uh, Friday was an eight fifty eight alarm clock day for me. An eight fifty eight alarm clock. So the alarm clock goes off. I shut it off. I reach over, grab my work laptop, open it up, log on, and then roll back over for fifteen more minutes. Nice. <laughs> that is a textbook move that I do. But I textbook I, SRE. But I actually had work to do, so I, I got it done pretty quickly. Um, 
Yeah, I was in kind of rough shape uh, Friday morning um, from the show. So had a lot of Steve Weisers. Yeah, uh, it was a blue moon kind of night, so um, they took care of me there. So I, I tipped the bartender more than my bill was. Um, had a fun fun night. Um, played a lot of Zelda uh, Owing to the Past randomizer this weekend. I uh, went back to that well. Yeah, because I mean, like every every game's a new experience. <laughs> Not really, but kind of. Um, but I, I did happen to watch a lot of wrestling this weekend. All right. I mean, I was, I was, I'll finish my weekend then before we do get into wrestling. Sure. I was, I didn't want to leave you out because I feel like I'm it's dominating because I have more story about this than you. Yeah, you have a more interesting story before okay. we get to like the, the base level uh, of conversation. Saturday we did Philly and we just, we were walking, it was hot as fucking Philly. We went to, uh, you Joe's cheesesteak? Yeah. Joe's? Joe's is pretty good. Is that the one where Rocky stood? Or is uh, that the other one across the street? It's one where Denzel is in there, but Denzel's friend is not anywhere to be seen. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. I think it's Joe's. We went to some metal store, and then somehow we ended up leaving with our record in their store. All right. That was pretty cool. And then we walked to a real shitty video game store. They were looking for $20 for Double Dragon 1. Yeah, those places suck. There, there's some of those places around here. I won't say their names, but uh, I will say the, st- the city they're in. Salem, Massachusetts. There's... Um, like one of those there's only one in Salem, Massachusetts, isn't there? Yeah. Well, it's they overpriced the shit out of everything that's in there. This place had ninety dollars for Mega Man One. Jeez, it's terrible. That's that is brutal. a crime. That is, that a, is crime. a crime. I, like, I, I, so I've said, I believe last week or the week before, like if I walk into one of those stores, I'm leaving with something. I couldn't. I Not couldn't one leave. Of these. I couldn't leave with something at this place. Like I, I totally understand if you go to like a mom and pop shop that's like, oh, you know, we've got like Mario for four or five bucks. You know, like you'll probably find something that you can leave comfortably. Well, the leave beauty with. about places like this is it's different than record stores because, like, there's just some things that are cheaper one place than the other place for no yeah. good reason. It's just what, whatever they feel like pricing it at. And unfortunately, like a lot of those stores that overprice are checking on eBay and then like raising the price. So like you would get a better deal on eBay. Like you're basically they're basically saying like you're wasting your time walking into the store. Kind of, yeah. Like but when I see a price that's like it, where it, it, like there's a store in Salem Mass and then there's a store in Somerville Mass. In Salem Mass the game will be $7 and in in Somerville it'll be 4. And there's no reason other than the store in Salem just overprices the shit out of games. And consoles, for that matter, too. The consoles like you get, are... You can get an NES console for $250 there, basically. Oh, boy. Or, or, or an N64 for, like, $150. Like, way, way overpriced. I'll sell you an NES console for way less, because I just um, I just refurbed one. Oh, I have two. I have one right there. I'm talking to... I'm talking to uh, the audience? To podcast land. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, you want to... I'll show you a picture of it. It's pretty. Well, it's it's pretty close to pretty. I might go one more round on the uh, getting the garbage off the fucking getting the garbage off the top. I uh, I'm proud to say that my Super Nintendo is very clean. That was pretty. That was in pretty rough that's, shape when I got it. That's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 pretty. Yeah. My uh, Super Nintendo's are notorious for turning orangey and like brownish. So the Nintendos are too. Yeah. This, this was the same color as all the shitty ones. My Super Nintendo is pretty clean. It's uh, yeah. pretty it's still very gray and purple. If you get um there's like a a cream like a hair dyeing cream and if you leave it out and with that on the sun it gets rid of most of it actually. Nice. And uh, I replaced the pin connector and I got rid of the 10 the Ten pin or whatever the fuck it was called. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't blink red anymore. Sure. It's a little more reliable, you know. It's the kind of guy I am. Yeah, you're a reliable guy. I'm a reliable guy, and I like my uh, vintage video game consoles to be the same way. Yeah. You like the pop. I got that. I got the. Um, so my mail, because I mean, well, Philly also went well. I mean, we don't really need to go into it. It wasn't really. And in particular, we played a band called Uncle Buck. They were awesome. Ice cream guy came. That was awesome. What'd you get? I got an ice cream sandwich. 
Okay. I had limited time when the ice cream man came. I was drinking a lot of black label. You didn't get a Choco Taco? I didn't see a Choco Taco. If I saw a Choco Taco, I probably would have got that, actually. It was fucking hot. Oh, yeah. In Philadelphia on Saturday. (laughs) When I got home, I had plenty of mail. I had that Nintendo that I've been refurbing. I had got my uh, Mega Man 6. I got my Mario RPG. And I got my... uh, I got my uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street NES. Underrated game. Yeah. Yeah, so I got the good shit. I also got my uh, my my stop smoking book cool. just in time for just in time for the week. Place it with weed, bro. Yeah, I can't do that. I'm, I'm joking with you. You're not the first person that said that. You may the first I said it in a funny I, voice for a reason. You may be the first person that said it sarcastically. Uh that's, you're not helping yourself by replacing a vice with another vice. Exactly. Yeah. You're, it's, it's true. I'm serious about yeah. that. No. So, I wish you luck. I don't envy you for having to do it, but... It's fine. You know. It's a hypnosis book, so I'm hypnotized. <laughs> I read the same... I read the, dude's, the same dude's book for the gambling. I just... Uh, I heard stupefy in my brain, but hypnotized. I get hypnotized. <laughs> like, we're, going, we're going that's back. That's why I left. We're going back to this turd. Uh, it, it just, it's just something my brain did. Real funny, just to like pop me. I was like, <laughs> um, who had disturbed for their theme song? It was Steve Austin. Stan called, yeah. Oh, God. The, Fuck. That version of his theme was not bad, it was heavy. <laughs> the, the lyrics were dumb, but like everything else was cool. Yeah, I, unfortunately, I can't. If there were no lyrics, it would have fucking kicked ass. I would have been like, perfect. Yeah, just keep this. It's rocking. Just heavier guitar, that's all. Yeah. It's, tu- it's, tuned, it's tuned a whole step and a half down. <sighs> all right. Wrestling. Oh, my. It's that time. Oh, yeah. I'm done. I think I'm, I think I'm done. I think I covered all my ground. So, I watched three pay-per-view wrestling events this weekend. <laughs> I watched one. I hope that it was one of the three that you watched. Which one did you watch? I watched um, Extreme Rules. Okay. Most of Extreme Rules. Okay. Um, we'll start there. What did you think of Extreme Rules? Um, had peaks and valleys, probably. It had its ups and downs. If you were to give it a letter grade, what would you give it? See, I give it a B plus A minus. I I enjoyed. Okay, rules. so I might have missed a couple matches too. I started watching it about ten past eight. Okay, did I miss a full hour of it? You missed the pre-show and a, an hour of the pay-per-view, I believe. Okay, so, so what did I miss? So you missed good stuff. Nakamura beat Power for the IC title. Uh, I actually a, heard that wasn't a very long match, but it was good enough. Okay, it wasn't bad. So. Um, for some reason, WWE has been shortening matches lately, and I dig it. Um, it's better. The short shave five minutes off every single match over the past five years, and it's it's really good. Um, so that was good. Uh, Gulak versus Tony Nice, which is probably going to be the most underrated match of the year. Um, real good for the cruiserweight title. Nice won. Uh, no, uh, Gulak retained. Oh, Gulak was the champion. Gulak won it uh, a few like last month in a triple threat against Tazawa and Nice. Nice won it at Mania from Buddy Murphy. I knew that. Yeah. So, uh, Taker Reigns opened the show ag- against McMahon and McIntyre. That was really good. I didn't even know that match was happening. <laughs> that match was really good. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say. Like, how long was it? It was fifteen-ish, twenty. Full match. Minutes. Yeah, full match. Um, Elias interfered. They did all the spots basically. Like everyone had their spot. Um, they did the coast to coast, and then Undertaker sat up and scared Shane poopless. And then McIntyre like stood up behind Undertaker after he had choke slammed him, and 
was going to hit him, but then Rain speared him. Like it was, it was, a, it was good on the visuals. Like nothing was overly botched until the end. Uh, Undertaker almost botched the tombstone with Shane McMahon again, like almost the same way that uh, the Goldberg botch happened. Oh, really? Like Shane didn't like they tried to go too fast, basically, and Undertaker tried to like tombstone him and like dropped him kind of, and then he picked him back up and tombstoned him. <laughs> Okay, I didn't even know that match happened. So, so it was it was really good though. Um, no complaints. Uh, SmackDown tag tag titles was really good. I saw that it put over Big E really well. Uh, uh, they need to do. Heavy Machinery can't stay a tag team. That's the Otis show. They're gonna break that tag team up in about fucking one week. Uh, they could. I think they like the Chucky. Th- I think they like him having a sidekick. They have the straight guy and the the goofy guy. I think they like that. Yeah, I don't know. One of those guys sucks, and the other one's awesome. I, I, I can get behind Otis. Yeah, he's the goofy guy. You know, yeah, that, that's. I think that's why they like the tag team. It's like an odd couple of dudes who are pretty similar. I mean, the other one's so weird looking. Like he's so fucking. Dopey, 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 dopey. Yeah, he's a big dopey guy. He's not even that big. Yeah, he's like very. Six. He's average big. Yeah, he's like six four. He's like six four and like not three hundred fifty pounds. Not in great shape. Yeah. <laughs> he's basically like if I were taller. Yeah, he's like me. <laughs> he's in the same shape I am. If you and I like merged into a person, it'd be yeah. Better. <laughs> but uh, th- they weren't really the big factor in this match. The big factor was Daniel Bryan putting over the New Day and making them look really good. Oh, yeah. Daniel Bryan's bulletproof. Like, he'll do it. Like he, he can Daniel Bryan doesn't give a fuck what he does, A. And Daniel Bryan's so good. Yeah. It made me appreciate him, like, putting that, them over so well. Like I, the, the spot at the end where they thought they were going to win was, like, just, there was a lot of little things in that match. Yeah, it made you realize it was a good like, match. Wow, Daniel Bryan's so fucking good. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, they're all. I mean, Woods and um, Woods and Big E are good too, but but he he made them look like a million. Yeah. Bucks. Yeah, he's uh. So that's that was sort of the highlight for me on that one. Uh, the Raw tag titles was good too. The Raw tag titles. Usos versus. I didn't uh, watch that. The revival. Um, I didn't see that one. The revival was just solid 1989 tag team heels revival doing revival things yeah it was, they just it was really like they worked very well with the usos uh i'm sick of the usos um they're 150 years old in tv years um it's true like it's nothing against them they've just been on like they've been one or two things they've been the weird face painty guys or they've been like the weird thuggy guys but they've never been like I don't know that over in my opinion. Maybe for uh, a few weeks they were. It was uh, Uso Penitentiary. Uso Penitentiary day one ish. They were over. Yeah, if that having was like, matches with New Day like they, for like a good six months. Like, all right, that was all right. Twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen. Yeah, it was. Yes, it, time has come and gone. I'm sorry. It's you. You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm not disagree. I'm not disagreeing with you that you essentially what you're saying. Good but. wrestlers. I, I. I'm just. I'm sick of seeing it. I've seen it too much. You've seen enough. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I'm sorry, Usos. I'm sorry, Us. Uh, AJ Ricochet. Was really good. good. Yeah. Um, wasn't the fastest paced match, but it didn't have to be. No. Um, it was still entertaining. I th- I've noticed that AJ Styles has slowed down a lot. AJ Styles looked like he was a little pudgy in that match, too. Um, I don't know if it was pudgy. He, it just, it felt like he was wrestling 95% speed. It, it was the pal version of H.A. Styles. Well, he, he's also like, he can't, he's supposed, he's probably the one that should be slowing that match down, actually. He, it was not NTSC H.A. Styles, it was pal. Um, it, he, uh, I don't know, he, I kind of feel like. When he won the title the second time on SmackDown, and like his string of matches where he beat everybody like four times in a row, 
I kind of felt like every match kind of got slower and slower and slower as time went on. You know what I mean? Like, it, he didn't keep up, like, a frantic pace in any match. It was always just... It was, it was a marathon. It wasn't a sprint. So I think that if he's going to... He's probably going to have a series of matches with Ricochet. I mean, I'm hoping that they will. if he's going to have that kind of match, it'll be the second or the third one. Uh, yeah, I think they'll probably do it. Second one might be the working one, and the third one might be the a blow-off. I just... I kind just of, in theory. Like he, he hasn't had, like, a great, great match in a long time, I feel like. And he's worked with people who could give him a great match. Um, yeah. So he had Orton at Mania. That match was just okay. That was pretty good. I'll go better than okay. But, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it spits in the face of what you're saying. But, like, when he first came in, he had good matches with Reigns and... Cena, he had like some of the best matches in WWE in the past ten years. So I just kind of feel like there was a drop. There's a drop in AJ Styles' quality. He's a heel now, so he's a heel. That's fine. I and like that. Maybe that'll help him slow things down and get people to take their mind off of the fact that he's not like. Like I watched like some TNA. I watched uh, what was it? The uh, AJ Joe and Daniels three-way and i'm just like oh he doesn't do that anymore he doesn't do that anymore <laughs> like oh he doesn't wrestle like this anymore it doesn't look like this at all the match is awesome yes it's very good <laughs> uh what else um, um kofi joe was good kofi joe was good Co- coffee joe that was what i was going for okay yeah. <laughs> kofi joe um, um yeah that was good i liked that match uh not the best match of the night in my opinion but it was still very good um owen ziggler thoughts uh, as soon as he kicked him i knew it was happening yeah i i saw i saw what happened and i was just kind of like huh it was i i have it in my pros it was i was not against it i was like oh that broke up the pace a little bit like everything's been like a 10 15 minute match and this was like a nice little like all right let's get the show going like who cares he is white meat baby face now yeah what the fuck yeah it's just it's been kind of like in one hand, it's been very slow burning, but they've kept him like tagging with heels. Well, so, he went he went heel. He turned on New Day. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like that was that was like a, a month or two ago. Though. That was a month or two ago. But since then, he has also turned back babyface, kind of like after he lost. Like uh, he went back to like making fun of Shane. But like even still, like I think he showed up on Raw one week and he was still tagging with heels. And I was kind of like, does the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing here? No. Uh, so I think there's been sort of like a stop start with it, but he's like full on. He's full now. on like to try to manufacture a CM Punk situation there. They're they're yeah they for sure, sure. Are. <laughs> they sure are they they miss that CM Punk though they they do because uh, I think they know he's going AEW. Really, and they're nervous about it. Yeah, that's true. It would work. Like I don't think he is, but like I, I don't think th- I don't think he's. I think that's why they're doing this though. Like, we'll show them. We'll make our own CM Punk. We'll make a better CM Punk. <laughs> Kevin Owens, you're CM Punk now. The uh, the the novelty, I guess, isn't the word. The Kevin Steen being in WWE hasn't lost its luster to me. It's still ridiculous that it happened and that it worked. Uh, he's too good for it to not work. I think he has sort of like a natural charisma and an aura about him. But he's like, he's so fucking gross <laughs> he's not wwe at all he's like, not wwe at all i think that's why it works though too is just because like everything in wwe is like if it was just 85 and they signed him they would put him in a dress and feud him with piper we just we gay yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> that was my uh, French Canadian uh, Adrian Adonis. Yes. We oui, je suis gay. <laughs> <laughs> je suis la jou gay. <laughs> French, the gayest of the languages. Uh, oui, oui. Oui, oui. Oh, tabernacle. What was that? Tabernacle. I, I don't understand what you're saying. Tabernak? 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 I think it's like fuck you in French. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know how to look it up. I don't know how to spell it. Um, did you see Strowman versus Lashley? I did, and it was boring, but okay at the same time. I thought it was good. It was boring. Um, it, it reminded me of like a lot of the older like hardcore matches that they used to do. Um, I thought Lashley looked good in defeat. Same thing with Daniel Bryan, like putting over the guy who they want to put over and like not looking shitty doing it. I thought for what that was, that was good. Uh, it was okay. Certainly not the match of the night. It was okay. Uh, Cesaro versus Black. Uh, it was good. It was short. It was very short, but um, probably like below 10 minutes, more than five, I want to say. Yeah. Probably around like six, seven minutes. And that's what I'm talking about, like WWE shortening the matches a little bit. Like, I'm cool with that. They're going to protect the shit out of that kick because it looks fucking great. Yep. He's only fucked it up once. It was with Lars Sullivan. I mean, Lars Sullivan fucked up more than that. I mean, he fucked up his push with his 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 sketchy past. His sketchy past and his panic attacks. Yeah. Like, I'm a pussy and I'm a racist. <laughs> <laughs> and a homophobe, too. Uh, I'm scared. I um, hate gays and I fucking hate blacks. <laughs> I can't take pressure. I can't take minorities, and I hate gays. I don't think he hates them as much as he's just like, I'm just going to make fun of them because I don't care. I'm a bully, but I don't like anxiety. I'm a bully on Xanax. Um, The last pro I had for Extreme Rules was Lacey Evans having Seth Rollins on her her tights. A real Rick Rude move? Yeah, that was, but it was like. You know, a girl doing it, so it was kind of like slutty Even, and sexy at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Uh, Lacey Evans is really hot. Yeah. Uh, but now we're going to go into the cons and we'll start there. The main event was trash. The uh, main event was trash. Um, I do like the man on female violence. I <laughs> well, added an extra layer to it because um, it was like a shocking moment. Yes. They can't do it on TV, but pay per view, I guess it's fine. Oh, you, they're going to be full. They're going to be doing it on Fox. Oh, they're going to be doing that shit on Fox. Yeah. Um, but it was not a good match, and it was not because of Seth Rollins or Becky Lynch. It was a bad match because Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans should not be getting a whiff of the main event, and they've been in the main event for the past two months. Meanwhile, people like Balor and Nakamura are on the pre-show. And you wonder why your fucking ratings are sagging, and you wonder why everything sucks. And it's like you're fucking taking people who are worthwhile, and you're like putting them on the pre-show, and then you have people who shouldn't be anywhere near the main event, main eventing multiple pay-per-views. What does it say about their ability to to build heels that Baron Corbin's in that spot? I actually like Baron Corbin. I, I actually I like Baron Corbin in the in the gimmick that he's got going on. I, I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong. I'm not saying I hate Baron Corbin. I'm saying he shouldn't be in the main event, like that. Like I don't you, think so either. When you have Nakamura, AJ, Balor, uh, Rollins, Daniel Bryan, when you have all these guys, Kevin Owens, anyone, like Braun Strowman, even when you have all those guys at your show and Baron Corbin's in your main event overall. Who's the Top heel they have in the company. Lesnar. That isn't Lesnar, I guess. Uh, Probably Daniel Bryan. Okay. They've already beaten him, so he's out. If be- I guess AJ after that. So, I mean, why... They already had an AJ and Seth match for the title, didn't they? Yep. Um, when was that? That was... Right after WrestleMania, I want to say. Was that the Saudi show? Was it the Saudi show? No, he he was was Corbin at the Saudi show. Okay. Um, Might have been a Raw. I don't remember. It might have been. I mean, you probably got to do that soon. Uh, I mean, I guess he's not the champion anymore, so I guess you really don't, but. I mean, you could do it for the U.S. title, but that's kind of a step down for Rollins. Yeah. No, Uh, he's got a few with Lesnar now. Yeah, but it's just, I don't know, like, why, what, the main event scene sucks right now. It does. Um, everything else, like, that I listed was good. Good to great. Okay. Somewhere in, the, in that way. We have about 15 minutes left. Do you need to get to Evolve? Uh, we could brush through Evolve and... We'll brush through Evolve. I have no idea what happened in Evolve, and I don't kind of care. Evolve was good, uh... 
long story short, some of the matches were too long, some of the matches were too short. Uh, that was the only real negative. Who did I commentary had. on it? Uh, fuck me if I know. Um, Guy who sounds like Joey Styles. That's who. <laughs> okay, that sounds about right. Uh, I gave it a B grade. Um, good matches. That's about all I could say. Had a. It was cool that it was in the Philly Arena and that uh, it was like basically a new product there. It was nice to see because I don't see it very often. Um, I think there's any coincidence that they ran at the same day as an AEW show? None whatsoever. Okay. Um, I think I'll 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 jump in. I'll say like the show. No, uh, I think that was a coincidence. Uh, but putting it on the network, no coincidence. That was strategically done. Okay, that's kind of what I meant. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's on WWE. Um, Kenny Omega had a good kind of called them out for it. He was just kind of like, oh, I guess after you're done taking all that Saudi blood money, you need to like interfere with a show that's about like, it's a charity show. <laughs> it's not like a, it's a free pay-per-view and they're like donating money to a charity and you're trying to take away from that. That was what Kenny Omega was basically saying. And yeah. he, wasn't, he wasn't wrong. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, it's just like after you're done taking blood money from Saudi Arabia, uh, the dagger. It was so good. People got really mad at him for that. <laughs> oh, Kenny Omega? Yeah. I love that he said it. I mean, I, I mean, I'd do the same thing if I was Vince McMahon, but maybe not the Saudi one. But um, so that's get, that gets a B. Uh, Extreme Rules got a B plus. Fight for the Fallen. Um, the way they set up the set was to mimic South Park in Stan's backyard. Like the wrestling set for that? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so that's more. What is it called? Fight for the Fallen. Yeah. Um, Tony Khan saw the wrestling episode of South Park, and he had it in like an amphitheater type of venue, like sort of like uh, the Comcast Pavilion um, or the Comcast Center, I guess, Tweeter Center, whatever you want to call it. Um, so the ring was like down in front of the stage, kind of. Fight for the Fallen set? Yeah, and South Park. I would just throw that in. But it was inspired by South Park. It didn't look like it. It just was inspired. Like, the look the feel, look and feel of the arena was inspired by South Park. Oh, God. God so damn it. You're, you're Googling frantically. I don't know if you're going to find it. I might not. Uh, but uh, very good show. Uh, Omega versus SEMA was definitely my favorite match of the weekend. Um all the matches were really good. Bucks and Rhodes uh, kind of did like a switch, like where the Bucks were wrestling injured and getting their sympathy, where the Rhodes were wrestling as heels, even though the storyline was the opposite going into the match. So that was kind of weird, but still a good match. Um, it was very disorganized at the end. They cut a segment short where they're supposed to shake hands, and then they brought out like a, a ceremony, like a ceremonial like charity check, basically, and like. It, it was very disorganized the way they did it. I was kind of like, "Ooh, you got to iron that out. That can't be your how you present the product," you know, because they were like br they were drawing attention to it. Like, "Oh, I guess we're getting cut off." Oh, ho, ho. like being kind of goofy about it. Like, it wasn't something that you would see like on a professional show. Basically, seems like there's a little, there's kind of a lot of that. They're getting better on each show. Um, the last show was definitely their best effort, I'd say, in terms of like presenting a professional wrestling product. Um, it looked different. It looked awesome. The matches were really good. You just gotta, you gotta refine that ending. You can't be going out there and like su surprising the Bucks and the Rhodeses like with a live mic and like, cause they're just gonna draw attention to it. So wait for your cue and get it right. Okay. Uh, what grade would you give it? B plus. B plus? Did you already say that? Yeah, so it's the same as Extreme Rules, which went a little long, but that was a five-hour show, so... How long was it. Fight for the Fallen? Uh, three hours, I want to say. Three, four hours. With the, four hours with the pre-show, I want to say. With the buy-in. I missed the buy-in. But I guess uh, Adam Cole's girlfriend got all uh, all banged up during it. I guess she took a, a boot to the head or something and got... Adam Cole's baby? Yeah. Uh, she got a concussion and tried to tag the wrong person in the match to get out of the ring. Oosh. Yeah, so that was bad. Um, overall, I tied it with Extreme Rules, but because Extreme Rules kind of was more professional, Extreme Rules gets the nod. 
WWE <laughs> won the weekend. WWE wins the weekend. And I, I, I definitely think I present more as an AEW guy right now because I'm kind of like fed up with WWE and all their bullshit. But yeah, uh, I still think they put on the best show of the weekend. They have the uh, they have the guns to do it. They definitely have the best roster, top to bottom, no doubt. Yeah, it's just a matter of getting everything right. And for the aside from the SmackDown Women's Title, which you have women's tag champions, why do you need co SmackDown Women's Champions? That makes zero sense. Like whoever wrote this wrote this should fucking jump out of a window. <laughs> What's the the uh, the women's tag titles is proof positive that they're kind of patronizing with that shit. They like, like, like they've run out of milestones, so now, all right, back to the mid card you go, tits. Well, they made the titles. They put them on pay per view for what three months, and then not they haven't been on TV since the Iconics won at WrestleMania. Yep, they've. Re- well, I they've think been they've on def- TV. They've defended it once on TV, I think, since then. But like, yeah, they. They were created just to say that they created them, and now they're going to go away. Pretty much, yeah. It doesn't feel like they're... Like they're not going to do anything. They, but plus, also, like it's an, almost an impossible task. They don't have a full roster. They definitely have a full roster. They have a uh, roster of people they don't use at all. They divided the rosters up around two shows, and they don't use, I'd say, 40% of the women that they have. I think a lot of them are healthy scratches. Which I'll give you. I'll give you an immediate reaction grade to every woman that you name that isn't on TV. Uh, There's only one that you're gonna name that I'm probably gonna like. Mickey James. Meh. Ember Moon. Uh, actually, Ember Moon's good. Why isn't she on TV? I guess that's a good one. They just don't use her. They already got a Kofi. <laughs> um. Uh. I would say Natalia, but she's, I guess, the, the Raw Women's title number one contender now. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> um, I was going to give her a... Yeah. I'm they, having a hard time. Are they doing anything with... Um, Asuka. Well, Asuka, too. They, they need to... Well, she's tagging with Kairi Sane, isn't she? But they're, she? Not on, they're barely showing up. Like, they're, they're not there. They're an afterthought. Yeah, they got Nakamura. Can't have... Three Asian champions. Oh, my God. It is sweet that Nakamura is the IC champion. After not being on TV for, what, three months? Yeah. But, like, you know, he was the New Japan IC champion when he became, like, super popular in the States, and now he's WWE. I hope I he kicks the shit out of the belt. <laughs> he becomes the Naito. Yeah. Well, I guess the belt did get shitty under his watch. Yeah, it was so. shitty under his watch. <laughs> Nitro just finished the job. <laughs> that is kind of how it happened because I remember Kenny Omega like complaining about how dirty the belt is. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah, he was like, "My belt is dirty." <laughs> <laughs> when he was IC champ, clean it, man. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Tanahashi cleaned it when he won it. Like he he brought it to like a, a belt guy and like repaired it basically. Can you make this less disgusting? They repainted the strap so it's like nice and Shinsuke's an asshole. <laughs> well, Naito's the real asshole. He like legit smashed it. We broke it. Yeah. Like legit just like into the steel steps. That was awesome. I mean, they did, did they reprimand him for throwing the belt? Uh no, they kinda pushed him for it. Yeah. He's he's just in gimmick, brother. Well, uh, that was kind of his. He won the world title after all those years, and like immediately just tossed it. Like eh, I don't care. So, but yeah, fifty. Uh, we're at fifty-three, fifty right now. That's my uh, ant model. <laughs> uh, what didn't we cover? We, did we cover everything? Um, I'm yeah. trying to think of shit we didn't cover. Oh, we, I, I know we we didn't cover yet. Um, so this is. Uh, a big deal around these parts. Uh, Burger King has tacos. Burger King has had tacos before. They have? Yeah. I never. Uh, this is the first for me. Uh, my guess is I know exactly what they taste like. I mean, I've had a Burger King taco before. It's uh, it's not bad. I, I'm not gonna say it's it's bad. I'm gonna say it's not. Good. It's very it's very low quality. Very average. Very average to below average. Yeah. But it's a dollar, so 
you kind of have to expect that. One for a dollar or two for a dollar? One for a dollar. They're one dollar tacos. Okay. Did you ever um, get the tacos from Jack in the Box? No, I never. I've never been to a Jack in the Box. I, you could skip Jack in the Box. Okay. It's not. Um, it's not my preference in any capacity. Sure. But uh, the, I, I will say this about the Burger King tacos: they fry the shell, and it's kind of like a very unnecessary step. But like, I kind of appreciate it because everything else is like the meat's definitely garbage in there. Oh yeah, so it's like I appreciate you taking that step to like mask that. No, it's like uh, it's like Paul Heyman. He he really he he shows their uh, positives and hides their negatives. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is the Paul Heyman of tacos. Yeah, <laughs> that might be the episode name. <laughs> the Paul Heyman of tacos. Brian, uh, we were talking about Paul Heyman. He's like. Paul Heyman looks like Alfred Hitchcock now. I'm like, Fuck. He looks exactly like Alfred Hitchcock. I can't yeah. unsee that no. now. Yeah. Um, I think I saw someone do that online. I forget where, but I think they th- I, th- I thought I saw them do Paul Heyman as the Alfred Hitchcock. Like the walking into the yeah, outline? Yeah, the yeah. I hope that the... I can't get the image of Paul Heyman walking in the ring to Real American out of my head when I think <laughs> of him. Because that truly was a great moment in wrestling history, too. <laughs> I remember that. Watching that, I've just been like, oh, yeah, this should be Heyman's well, music. The entranceway is so long that, like, it's not. He power walks in the ring, too. He was, he was like, he yeah. was into it. <laughs> like, you, you look at his head, he's like, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> like, he's popping just a little bit. Like he was a little Hulkamaniac almost. If we ever get Paul Hammond on Bad Dirty Fun, I'm going to ask him that. Be like, so what was it like at WrestleMania walking to the ring to Hulk Hogan's theme music? Were you, th- were you singing in your head? Were you saying your prayers and eating your vitamins? Were you going to tell Mean Gene something? WrestleMania is on a Sunday, good sir, and I go to synagogue, which is on Friday. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that. Until there's a WrestleMania Friday WrestleMania, I will not be praying at a wrestling pay-per-view, sir. <laughs> My good sir! <laughs> we can call the episode Synagogue Friday Synagogue. <laughs> oh, no. Friday Synagogue Friday? Is that what it was? If I may have a volley, good sir. <laughs> uh, what? WCW Sin? A gog. <laughs> synagogue breaks leg. Yeah. Psycho synagogue. <laughs> uh, <coughs> these uh, synagogue wrestling puns are really doing it for me at the end of this episode. Yeah, we uh, we're just kind of. Killing time. We got we got two more minutes. Uh, do you have anything to plug? Sinsuke Gagumura. <laughs> that was you're reaching. Uh, I think we're at the grasping at straws era of yeah. uh, synagogue wrestling um, puns. Boston people. We got a great Scott show coming up on the twenty eighth, maybe of the July. Yeah, it's a day that it's it's after this is hardcore. Um, you get that, get the EP on the the drive-by thing, I guess. We uh, got some shirts left over, I think, from the shows, but not a lot. Either got to be skinny or fat. Yes. I think we got some fat guy sizes kicking around for some, uh, for most of them. All the mediums and the large, all the mediums and the smalls are gone, actually. So you either have to eat two Burger King tacos or 20 Burger King tacos? Correct. Wait, if you're the person who can eat two, just two and be like, okay, I'm full, then you get Then we have some ladies' sizes yeah. for you, you vegan. <laughs> if you can eat 20 and don't mind dropping $20 on terrible tacos that you could make yourself, then... Yeah, then spend... <laughs> you, you, all, you can also qualify for these Yeah, shirts. then you can also spend 20 more dollars on a shirt that says Bukaki on it. It has a dick. And a, yeah. A big old dick. A big old honker on it. <laughs> big old honker burger. So, uh, yeah. Check out the uh, podcast from Odo Island that's going to be oh, coming yeah, yeah, up yeah. soon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that, too. Uh, yeah, we, we 
we we taped our first episode, and uh, it's about Godzilla '98, the Stri- the TriStar movie. We go into the history of it, uh, how bad it was, um, what we liked about it, and some of the aftermath that led to some of the greatest Godzilla movies of all time. How long are the uh, these episodes? I think this one is hour twenty. Okay. We're gonna try to get it to the hour range, like this one. Um. So. Stay tuned for that. Uh, don't we don't have social media yet, so it's still I don't I, I can't really officially plug it. Do you guys? Yeah, just put it on stuff. It takes two seconds to get them on most podcast things. Not one of them. Not one of them. Yeah, just don't call it fucking Godzilla fucking you in the ass. The podcast, the fuck cast. We won't. 